Hello, hello, welcome to Catch Up Fridays. I'm your host, Uribe Edwin Tamnabo. I am a member of the Vision Society, and we all know that the organization that organizes this podcast is the Vision Society at RGU. So if you want to know more about us, please follow us on our Instagram, vision underscore society underscore RGU. So to kick off today's conversation, I have with me Samuel Ogunwale and Kenechiku Okafo, aka Just Kenneth, right? And we'll be having the conversation about God's kind of love. I don't know if you guys uh, remember that previous episode we talked about um, we've talked about you know who God is, and so now we're going to talk in depth about the character of God that is most prevalent, and that is love. So I would love for Kenne and Samuel to introduce themselves, tell us more about them and what they do before we dive in to this interesting topic. Kenne, you've got the floor. Hey everyone, my name is Kenne. I um, I don't know really how to uh, <laughs> introduce myself. No. <laughs> you just tell us what you do and you know um, your hobbies or whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so I work in healthcare. Um, I like to read. I like to sing. I like to dance. I like to study the word of God. And I'm also a keen. I've got a keen interest in science and technology. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much for that insight about yourself. It's pretty cool. So, uh, we also have Samuel. You've got the floor. Hi, everyone. Thank you. Um, I'd love to see you dance, Mr. Kenne, but <laughs> that will be later. <laughs> uh, hi, everyone, again. My name is Sam, Samuel Gwale. Um I'm currently a student of um, University of Aberdeen. Um, I'm an engineer by profession. Um, I love God. I'm into music, uh, sort of a music minister. And also, I love engineering and technology, just like Mr. Kenne. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, so that's me. You know, I really appreciate you guys for jumping in the conversation with me. So far, I just realized that I've been talking to women and, you know, just beautiful women. And so I am so happy that today I've got myself, you know, men, bona fide men of God, you know, <laughs> to, to come and have this conversation with and it's always so good to have a male perspective especially when we're talking about love you know so i get ready i'm going to ask you questions okay first off what does love mean to you what does love mean to you guys talk to us we've not started god's kind of love yet we want to know from both of you what does love mean to you Mm. see for me if i'm gonna um, go ahead with it yeah uh, i'm not gonna describe love 
without God. So okay. Anyway, okay. I'm just gonna gonna okay. say something because the the essence meaning of love is actually God. Okay. So uh, me, I would say love is a disposition you have towards something towards someone. Okay. Guarded by the principles of God. So a disposition you have towards someone. Mm-hmm or something guided by the principles of God. Why do I say that? Yeah. I say that because um, you know, when we say, I love you, I love you, whoever it is, um, to a stranger, to, to God, to your parents, to your loved ones, um, what I'm saying in essence is, you know, um, my disposition towards you, which is my the way I act towards you, the way I behave when you're there, um, what I do for you when you're there or not, um, it, as it's guarded by the principles of God um, and who God is to me, to you. So it's like um, trying to show God to you through me. So that's why I see um, as love. Wow, that you've gone deep here. Yeah, when you say disposition, um, what does that mean? Like is there is there a is there, is there a position is there something I'm meant to do to show this love? Of course, I mean when we say I love you, I love you is not just the words. Yeah. Um, we can we can talk and talk and talk and um, keep saying I love you, I love you, but it's not in the words that we love people. It's in what we do. Mm. It's in in what we say. It's in how we act towards such people. So if I say I love my wife, um, it's what I do towards her to show that I love her. I cannot just say it in words. It's not enough. But I need to act in a way that sees to say I love her. Uh, and we can see this in the example of if you want me to dive in straight away, I will do. No, but... Okay, just take it easy. Take it easy, boss. Take it easy, okay? Uh, uh, FYI, I wanted to just mention that Samuel just got married recently. So, I have known Samuel since he was a single man, no ring on it. So, I love how he brought his wife into the, you know, into this topic of love. That that shows a real man just there, okay? <laughs> so, thank you, Samuel, for that input. We'll really go deep into that. Uh, but what I really took out from here is that love is not just something you say it's a disposition it's an act it's something you do so love is meant to show if that's what you if you know correct me if i'm wrong that's kind of what you said in summary yeah so um um sorry um you've got the floor what does love mean to you so love is a combination of You've got the action, mm-hmm. you've got the feelings, you've got the behavior, you've got, you know, the character as well as you've got truth and love. Okay. And like Samuel said, I also can't mention love without mentioning God. And I okay. can't mention love without mentioning showing love. Okay. So love is not just about what you think, what you feel, mm-hmm. what your attitude, but also sh- what you show okay. as well. Okay. So you both kind of agree that love is an action, of, you know, 
So are you and saying that be- love doesn't have any feelings involved or what's happening? That's why I said it's not it's not just about the feeling as well. I did mention about feeling. Yeah. I did mention emotion. Mm-hmm. But I also mentioned about truth. Truth. It's got to be true. Yes. You can't have love if, if it's not genuine, right? Yeah, it's yeah, and also you can't have love whereby you know it's it's when I say truth, what I mean is that you what you say is what you do, what you mean. Yeah. And so you build on that. That is the basis of truth. So so what is truth, for example? Now, if you are to relate this to God, then you have to have to include the truth about God. Mm. So when you say God loves you, then you then you're trying to to put a truth to that love, mm-hmm. and that's why it's very important when you talk about the love that God has. You include Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, mm. and the life. So in Christ, there is the truth about God's love. Mm-hmm. Wow, the truth, truth. Love has to be genuine, and love has to have an element of truth. So if we're talking about God's kind of love, then we need to realize that there's truth in God's love. And when we know, when we say truth, the Bible has clearly actually stated that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And Jesus coming on earth, you know, is an evidence of this love of God, which which I find really interesting. So thanks, Kenneth, for, for that input as well. I really appreciate you guys. So in some ways how do you show love then how does one see love like yeah how does one yeah i think that's just the question how does one see love what's the evidence of love okay so (laughs) so when we're looking at love in terms of english i as you know i i like to read yeah and when written about love you know there's some things you you'd see and you know that it's love but then again you use that same particular word to this for another act for another thing and then you like it well it's still love if you know what i mean mm-hmm, okay what i mean by that is this let's say someone say i love sports mm-hmm. and someone says i love my father i love my mother i love my siblings yeah i love fish mm-hmm. you know but then again you will see that someone would give this up or that up and you're thinking do you love this well yeah i do love i do love it's still part of love but i love this a different way than i love that yeah okay okay so that means that there's a this that then there in terms of showing love then there's got to be a difference in terms of what love is okay i know that i mentioned that there's love in that there's truth in love Mm -hmm. and i like to think about what the greeks call like the the different types of love Mm -hmm. so um in my reading in my research i found that at least there's eight types of love in the greek and there's agape which some would call unconditional Mm -hmm. some would call dual you have you've got eros which is romantic and a passionate love Mm -hmm. you've got philia which is more of an affectionate brotherly love. Mm-hmm. Some then you have fourth storage, which is more empathy, familiar type of love. Mm-hmm. Um, 
some might even call it natural affection love. You've got mania, you've got ludus, and pragma, and the fifth one is philotia. So this is how the Greeks, how they mention their types of when when you say love, yeah. you think okay, what type of love are you delving involved mm-hmm. in? So mm-hmm. just matter of what love are you trying to show, yeah. and what love we and you know that's how they describe love. Okay. In the English, we just say love as love and. Wow. Then we don't have to further explain ourselves when we say, "Okay, you love this person. How you showing love?" Okay, that's that's really insightful. So basically, obviously, because the English language, <laughs> in some ways, sometimes I feel like the English language can be very limited, and so um, so the Greek language almost differentiates different types of. Um, it basically splits the term love into like the different types. Of love you give to different things so that's that's really really insightful and very helpful for this topic so um just i will come back to that in regards to god's kind of love but if um sam could also share how would you show love and what's your um, um your mindset on on you know showing love hello is someone with us okay so um we'll just move on because the connection has been broken can you hear me um, just for now yes, yeah we summer we can hear you now fantastic okay yeah, okay so, all right uh, <laughs> sorry all for right. that um yeah so i was I, I said i would start with um two examples from the scriptures okay. um of how you can show or how love has been shown in the past and just to open our mind to when you see something you know what um the evidence of maybe this person loves or not um david said david said in um in psalms he said i would not give god something that does not cost me anything wow now love will cost you something love is sacrificial so how do we know um this love what, what, what are the things um that's the question yeah, you like asked how yeah and um, the yeah. evidence how do you mm-hmm. show love when we want to show love the, the first which um the first example i've just given now maybe not every every time you see that big sacrifice out mm-hmm. there and say oh this person truly loves but then love comes from the heart and there is always a sacrifice and okay. uh, you know when you're showing it that i've sacrificed something even if it's as little as time it's mm-hmm. still love well according to according to the scripture so there's another example jesus said um you know when when the when jesus saw the multitude he was moved with compassion you know when the bible recorded that jesus saw the five thousand and plus mm-hmm. multitudes um, around him and he saw them out. These people have been following me for quite some time and he was so moved with compassion and it was like, oh my God, these people have not had food and, you know, that that, that was um, one of the things that uh, gave birth to the, the, the feeding of the thousand um, in, in those days. So another thing to take out of that expression of love is compassion. Uh, you want to show love to someone, it's got to be of compassion yeah. um, I, I don't want to dive too deep but 
compassion is one of the keys of which Jesus showed love throughout his ministry. Whenever he is encountered with something, the, the Bible describes and say, and he was moved with compassion. And just like Mr. Kene has explained, uh, the, the types of love, um, you know, sometimes you just have empathy for someone. Sometimes you just have love for humanity and those kind of description of love. However, it is manifested. I believe we can find a lot of this uh, these examples in Jesus's life. How he um, showed the love to us, and uh, one just 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 mm-hmm. to say, yeah. um, just to put out there, that how do I show love in uh, in the everyday life, or let me say, among my friends, or maybe to my wife. Another example is the time. You know, you give someone time, um, and I would like to say that attention. That's more attention. Actually, I'm listening to you. Yeah, continue. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. I'm listening, yeah? Yeah. You're actually sh- telling this person that, yeah, you mean a lot to me and I want mm-hmm. to hear what you say. I-, I want to hear what you want to say. I want to hear what's mm-hmm. bothering you. Either to a friend or... That's... You should love through all these small, small steps. Now, I'm going to keep quiet. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not to talk this too much. is why we're here. So, please, if you want to pour your heart <laughs> out when talking about, you know, this conversation, feel free. You know, and what I really picked okay. up from here is that first, love, love's got to cost you. If not, it's not genuine. You know, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of ways uh, people show, you've mentioned time and I value my time so much. So if I choose to give my time to something, I must love that thing. So I actually don't mm-hmm. joke with who and how I spend my time. So for me, that is a sacrifice in itself. And it's an evidence of, mm-hmm. you know, the person you love, or, you know, and that thing you love and compassion as well. Do you think it's possible to do all these actions and not have that compassion? It, it is. I think it is. Yes. Um, but it's to a certain, a certain limit. Because love has fruit. Um, love okay. bears fruit. So wherever love is, you're going to see some characteristics. You're mm-hmm. going to see some fruit. So say, for example, just, just for ex- an example, um, you have compassion towards something. And or maybe let me see, you don't even have compassion, but you want to show love to someone. And then you show it. But then when that person turns around and ought you, Love continues loving. Love doesn't stop loving. Now, the difference you'd, you'd see sometimes is maybe you just do it out of, oh, okay, let's just do it. And when you do that thing, there's no compassion in it or there's no true love in it. You will find out that, okay, maybe this person has me. I'm not going to love anymore. Now, you've made love maybe a choice. The transaction. Yeah. The transaction, exactly. So um, sometimes, yeah, these things can be fulfilled without true or genuine mm-hmm. compassion, but it will mm-hmm. always show. It doesn't hide too long, does it? No, no it this doesn't. is amazing. So, you know, a lot of what you guys have said, um, you know, has brought my attention to a few scriptures that, um, that I would like to read. And then um, we would now go into like, you know, you've described all these things and that's even within you know us human beings but it's really 
principles and foundations of who we know God to be. So, um, what does what does love and God have to do with it then? Like, are you saying that all these attributes of love you've described, you've learned it from God? How and where? I think the the love. I think the love that that um, describes God is agape. Okay. Agape is the highest level of love that is referenced in the Bible. So in the scripture, First John four verse eight, mm-hmm. it says God is love, and the word it uses is agape, which identifies the type of love that God embodies. So that is. Um, mentioned now if we're to say okay fine what exactly is agape we can then further go on to um to another verse in the bible first corinthians 13 verse 48 which says love as in agape is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered. Um, it keeps no wrong. No, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Funny enough, that, that was the same scripture I was going to read. <laughs> because now, that's a yeah. vivid expression of what God sees love as and these attributes you see that all through the bible in many many expressions sorry carry on kenny um so now i know that this again that this particular um quote different version of the bible would say something different this is taken from the niv version okay so what so when you look at this particular type of love agape it it explains more about the characteristics of god in terms of god is love then it explains the baseline like what he is who he is does this answer what what it is this linked to the question carry on yes it is it does Yes. So, for example, when you say um, love is patient, then it means you can still keep fine. God is patient. That's the truth about God. He's patient and he's kind. And if if you say then that love delights in truth, then you also look at the previous one, which says that um, which says that um, that he doesn't delight in evil. Can say okay fine this makes sense with who god is because god does not delight okay. in evil and also you can now look at the different things that god shows about himself so when it says um that love is not self-seeking mm-hmm. or you can say love does not um insist on yeah. his own way then it could room to why we have free will because if God insists on his own way we wouldn't always have free okay. will so it sort of explains then how 
God is to us different like to like how God is mm-hmm. to us and the more we learn about God's love we can then see what the, that, that the amount of love God has for us and Jesus Christ comes along and then he shows just how God represents himself in love Jesus Christ was patient when he was teaching he was kind um, he didn't boast though he knew who he was the son of God he performed miracles and he emptied himself out for the father you know because he loved the father so much and then he's doing all this so that people would come to love God and would come you know to find their salvation and he was compassionate he was compassionate and he did not rejoice in wrongdoing but he always delighted in the truth you know and he bared our sins so when you mention love bears all things and then you know that God would who goes so far to bear all things and then someone can say okay that doesn't make sense then because I've done so much well you've done so much and God shows just how much he bears all things in the sense that by sending his son to die for us that's why there's a bible verse that then says what can we say for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten yeah. son that's um, that's really interesting I think this, yeah I think this just highlights just God's yeah. character more that, yeah. even you bringing that up that kind of shows the length at which God would sacrifice and the cost God is willing to make you know just to show that he loves us humanity you know yeah yeah that's correct yeah um i I was gonna mention um just to kind of can you hear me yeah Mm -hmm. yeah just to kind of you know separate um not too much of separation from god but um to make a distinction that's the word i'm looking for all right the bible says in the book of isaiah chapter 55 verse 8 to 9 it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, for neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Now, that's just to make a distinction and to establish that actually, you know, when we, uh, as much as we can discuss about God's kind of love, we may not fully you know, discuss and get everything about God's, God's kind of love because his ways are just so higher than our ways. Yes, when we have access to to this knowledge by our faith, but as, still, God's love is just so high that we cannot just, as with our human brain, fathom the the largeness or the greatness of this kind of love, just like um, Uribe mentioned just now and then Mr. Kne, that, you know, by logic, uh, Mr. Kne mentioned something that God's love is, you Mm -hmm. know, is patient, is kind. It does not insist Mm -hmm. on his way. And it it makes that distinction. Uh, By logic, actually, it does not make sense sometimes of what god does 
or how he goes about his, his things, it does not make sense to a layman. I mean, to a layman, to someone who, who does not believe, someone, or someone without the knowledge of God, which is the world we live in anyway. So everything we do in this world, sometimes it does not make sense. Because God's love is just so high, it's just so different. It's not when uh, an unbeliever says, I love you. And, you know, just like um, what you mm-hmm. mentioned the other time, Oribi, uh, they've turned it into a transaction that, okay, if you do this for me, I'll do this for you. Or it's until I see this kind of thing that you do before I do this kind of thing. But God's kind of love, God love, love and God is just that, he loves us in in a way that we cannot just fully understand. I wrote some things down and I said, you know, God is kind in a way that we will not fully understand. God is merciful in a way that we will not fully understand. God is patient in a way that we will not fully understand. And that brings it back to the agape love. Because I can, I can imagine how many times I've done things to sin against God. No, personally now, I, I can imagine how many times I've actually made God angry. Because there are some, sometimes um, when I was growing and I was going through a phase of the things that I know that actually were wrong and I was doing them and I can imagine how many times I did this thing. And, you know, and in my head, I'm like, God, will God ever forgive me? You know, uh, I've done so many wrong things and yet... Just like Mr. Kenneth said, he sent his one and only son to die for our sins, to die for the sins of humanity. Is that not just too high then? You know, I can't just grasp it from the beginning. But by faith that we have in the word of God, that's what gives us access to this knowledge. And, you know, if you remove God and the example of love of God, the example of God, which is love, the, the, the model of love, which is God, if we remove it from the meaning of love, then it makes no sense anymore. So that's why I said in the beginning when we started that, uh, you know, your disposition towards something or the way you act or you behave towards something, if you remove God from it, then it doesn't, it's not love anyway. Because God has to be there because he's our model of love. So that's how I see when you connect okay. love to God. So, just to, you know, um, recap, just to get back to, um, from when we started, the question I asked was, is, is, what does love have to do with God? And where does God come in in love? And it just kind of seems that based on the conversation you both have, you know, based on the conversation, I'm gathering that love is God especially when we go back to 1st John chapter 4 verse 8 um, Kenne quoted saying you know that God is love and the characteristics of love is now when he read 1st Corinthians chapter 13 okay and I find this interesting because we live in a society where the attribute of love and what love is God has been taken out of the equation. So that's hence why the question um, I asked, what does love have to do with God? But you, you, you guys are telling me that, you know, the love is God. And in order to achieve the highest quality 
of love based on also the greek the greek translation of love in its highest form which is agape so that unconditional love you are saying to me now and based on my understanding that agape aka unconditional love is the highest form of love and that is the kind of love that god has and god is right so it kind of almost makes me think hmm, yeah that's correct should you be really asking what is love or who is love Hi guys, so this particular episode has been broken down into part one and part two. You just finished listening to part one and thank you for making it so far. We are going to cut it short here and continue the next part next week because we're trying to avoid long one hour conversations. But today we're going to do something very different. The way the conversation went, the manner in which we talked, God's kind of love, what love is, makes me want to listen to a song. So I'm going to give you guys a little something, something, a nice treat for joining us in our sixth episode. Enjoy. This is going to be Emily Sande's My Kind of Love. Reflect on this. It might not be a Christian song, but there's some truths in what love is. And I think it really showcases the heart of God in regards to we, his children, the ones he loves. Enjoy.
fun I won't be turning up the radio singing baby 